Today on the show, I'm speaking with Tanya Penny. She shares her experience of how she healed herself from multiple sclerosis and how she's working with people now to save them from a life of disease and, and heartache um, and being able to empower them to have a life of balance and health. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show and today my special guest is Tanya Penny. How are you, Tanya? I'm doing great. Thanks, Natalie. Uh, now, I have you on the show because uh, you're going to be sharing some really interesting information and an inspiring story um, about your health journey um, and how you're helping others um, to get through you know, some of the things that they're going through as well. And as I was reading your story, I'm thinking, wow, is there any kind of health situation that you haven't experienced yourself that you've been able to work through? <laughs> You know, that's funny that you should ask that. Um, I actually, you know, I've obviously I've been through a lot of my story and I'll, I'll share a little bit of that. But um, yeah, of course, there's always there's always little things that you haven't worked through yet um, yeah. or we wouldn't be here yet. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> You know, life is life, life is meant to be uh, experienced, you know, so sometimes we have to be thrown in different situations to be able to do that. Now, um, I have to ask, how old are you, Tanya? I am 38. Okay, because you, um, part of your story is that you've actually healed yourself from multiple sclerosis, so that's quite a young age to have, have um, you know, taken on that, uh, that Ill illness. Yeah, yeah, I was diagnosed when I was 29, so. Wow. Uh, yeah, most people are diagnosed in their in their mid twenties when it comes to multiple sclerosis. So okay, so that's normally a yeah. long term thing. So well, well, yeah. let's jump into your story because I know we've been alluding to it. So let's just jump in and, and um, share your experience. Yeah, you bet. Um, so I was diagnosed with MS in two thousand four, and of course it was um, a shock. Mm -hmm. I at the time I'm a. I, by trade, I'm an occupational therapist, and so at the time, I was working at a rehab hospital with a woman who had very severe MS, who was actually in a wheelchair and paralyzed from the neck down. Wow. And so when I got that diagnosis, um, you know, of course, my mind went to that, that I was going to end up there. So, yeah, to say the least, it was really shocking. I was a very active person, was running marathons. Um, you know, just running and just very, very active. So that diagnosis, of course, was very devastating. Yeah. So how, um, so it's since that, you know, so, I mean, obviously we want to get into how you've healed yourself sure. of that. But what, uh, what role do you think it played that you were around that environment and then you actually, you know, were diagnosed with that illness, even though, because that seemed to be your environment at the time? Um, you mean the environment of the hospital? Yeah, and, and actually working yeah. with someone with MS. Yeah, you know, I think that, I mean, in hindsight, of course, at the time when I was diagnosed, I, I did not think this way, but in, in hindsight, I can look back and say, wow, it really has helped me to help the clients that I work with. So mm -hmm. that I was supposed to, you know, that diagnosis came to me because, I don't know, I think I was actually praying for some change in my life to help people on a deeper level to heal. Yep. But I had to go through that myself in order to be able to do that. Yeah, wow. So, okay, so so tell us how how do you heal yourself from MS? Like how, how does that happen? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it's a complicated question, but in a nutshell, you know, one of the things I really realized um, when I was diagnosed is that my stress was out of balance in my life. 
I pushed myself too hard. I was um, very just hard on myself mentally, like that voice in my head. Um, I think I also didn't have a lot of self-care in place. I really was just a driver and a doer and a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So I think all those things contribute. You know, I believe that disease and illness, you know, the number one cause is stress. And that's going to look different in different people's lives. Yeah. So when I work with my clients, I really look at finding the underlying cause of the disease or illness. And for me, like I said, it was my inability to slow down. I was doing too much and I was too hard on myself. Yeah. You know, so that was a big piece of it for me. And uh, actually, you know, I, I looked at diet, so I changed that. I looked at doing a lot of alternative things because um, Western medicine I knew was not going to give me what I needed. Right. I had tried that route for three years. Okay. Um, you know, I would say that really the turning point was I was asked to be part of a study with people who had MS and a therapeutic relaxation practice called IREST. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I haven't. A lot, a lot of people haven't. Hmm. Um, it stands for Integrative Restoration. Right. So I-R-E-S-T, I-R-E-S-T for short. And after that eight-week study and using the practice on a daily basis, I realized how big me being out of balance and my stress was. And that was the tool that helped me to not only work with the physical and emotional stress, but also um, the underlying cause of stress, which is our thoughts and beliefs. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm sure that most of the people that are listening to this video would like, okay, well, my life is a little bit out of balance. What are the warning signs? I mean, obviously, we don't want to wait until we get MS or some other other no. kind of disease or whatever. So what are some of the warning signs that we can look out for um, that indicate that maybe we're heading down a very unhealthy path? Yeah, so you want to, first of all, the most obvious are the physical, mm-hmm. the physical warning signs, which for a lot of people are headaches, migraines. Uh, pain or tension in the body. So, you know, the neck, shoulder area, a lot of us have low back pain. So those more like physical symptoms that kind of jump out at us. We want to realize that when we're experiencing those things, it's the body trying to let us know that we're out of balance in some area of our life. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Um, Number two would be the emotional symptoms. So are you feeling, of course, overwhelmed? anxious? Are you experiencing depression? So I had a lot of anxiety and depression from a very young age. So, I mean, you know, looking back, it was like, wow, those were some of my indicators or my messengers Mm -hmm. letting me know I was out of balance. Um, Anger is a big one too uh, for women, all men too, but anger or frustration or a lot of irritation. Right. So those are some big ones as well for physical and uh, emotional warning signs or messengers. Yeah, it's really interesting because sometimes we can go through a, a frustrating time or an unhappy time or whatever, but we tend to suppress it. Yes. You know, we tend to, you know, busy ourselves with other things and we and we tend not to um, address those, those type of things in our life, whether it be forgiveness or anger or frustration or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So what's something that we can do to sort of deal if we realize that maybe that's who we are? Um, yes. how, how, we, how can we move through that? Yeah, and, and I like that you brought up that point because there's, there's, I don't believe there's anyone who doesn't suppress or stuff some emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and that caught, right? I mean, that's what we're taught to do. We're not really taught how to deal with our emotions. And that's mm-hmm. one of the big things I actually do with my clients. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Um, 
One of the things I recommend is that when you become aware of an emotion that's there, and it might even take some practice to even become aware of it because you've been stuffing that, right? Yeah. So you want to actually do the opposite of what you normally do, which is to let yourself feel it. So acknowledge it, number one. I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling sadness. I'm feeling overwhelmed. And acknowledge that to yourself and then close your eyes and actually let yourself feel that in your body. Right. So we have to feel it in order to release it. Mm-hmm. But then we don't want to get stuck in it. So what I recommend and what I have my clients do is find an opposite emotion and think of a time when you were experiencing that. So, for instance, if it's overwhelm, peacefulness, anger, acceptance, or forgiveness. And to move back and forth between feeling the negative one, the quote, 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 unquote, negative one, and then the positive or opposite emotion. What that helps you to do is to to feel it and release it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little exercise I have my clients do. Yeah. And again, I think it's the whole, you know, focusing on what it is that you do want um, and moving into that. Um, because, you know, especially, you know, when we're going through these type of things, you know, the only control that we really have over this is how long we choose to let this affect us. You know, it's true. You know, we it's can have a, a, an event that happens, but it's a moment in time. Out of all of the moments in our whole life, this is one moment. And so we can either choose to hold on to it and, and you know, fester it and let it, you know, affect us, or we can sort of move on from there. So tell me, what does a healthy lifestyle look like? You know, I know that you, um, you, you teach a lot of people and you coach people. Um, what does a healthy lifestyle look like? So I always start with looking at uh, three areas, and that's work, rest, and play. So um, for myself, you know, it's going to look different for everybody, but I know that what I need for balance in my life is, uh, you know, a few things I need is, number one, I need to have movement every day. Mm -hmm. So I like to get my movement in in the morning, and I don't like to call it exercise because, I don't know, I just never have liked that (laughs) word. I like to call it movement. I want to move my body. That releases a lot of stress, uh, physical, mental, and emotional for me. Um, I also need to have a good period of downtime or relaxation. So that may look like a nap or meditation. I use my IRS practice every day during lunch. Mm-hmm. I also need play every day. So in the evening, I make sure I have a chunk of time where I'm enjoying time with my friends or my partner or reading or relaxing. So to make sure, you know, and it's obviously much more complicated than that, but yeah. to really look at those three areas and to see if you can have balance in that daily, and if not daily, at least weekly. Right. Because the truth is, some days I'm going to really work my ass off because of I have to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm going to balance that with having another day um, where I have a lot of rest and play. Yeah. True. True. Excellent. Um, so tell me. So tell me what you. What is it that you do now? Um, you mean for my work? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I'm a occupational therapist, like I said, by degree, but I really now focus on coaching people. So I call myself a stress therapy and mindset coach. So I work with my clients, uh, typically women, but I do work with a few brave men. um, And I do virtually uh, phone or Skype sessions as well as group coaching programs. Right. So that is the, you know, my work at this time. It has been for a few years now. So uh, if anyone's been watching the show today and they'd like to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can we send them? 
Yes, please. Um, you can go to my website at tanyapenny.com, and that's T-A-N-Y-A-P-E-N-N-Y. And uh, from there, you can go to my Work With Me page and find out uh, how to work with me one-on-one. Um, I have a virtual program actually starting tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, has still has a few spaces open. So I offer all of that, plus some audio programs as well. Excellent. So, guys, if you click on the banner to the side, you'll go straight through to Tanya's website from there as well. So, Tanya, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Natalie. It's a pleasure having you, and um, and I know the information that you shared can really help some people and hopefully um, stop people from get going too far down the rabbit hole and um, save themselves some, some illness and, and disease down the, and down the track. So thank you so much for that. You are welcome. We definitely don't want it to get to that point. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. Um, Make sure you download the app if you haven't done so yet so you can watch the shows on the go. You don't have to be in front of the computer. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because I'd love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87, but I'd like to send it to you for free, but you have to put your email in the box first. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.